sweet friends. Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host. I'm Kara Corinne Safeli. I'm a certified health coach and breathwork facilitator. I help people heal their relationship with food and their body and connect more deeply to who they are, to their true essence when their identity is no longer so wrapped up in their body and their weight, when their brain space is freed up from all of the obsessive, intrusive thoughts about food and what to eat and when to eat and how much to eat. It's sort of like, okay, well, who are you in this new spaciousness? Who are you now that you're entire worth or most of your worth isn't wrapped up in your body and I love this work thank you for being with me today if you are new to the pod welcome if you're a returning listener what's up did you notice the new podcast art I would love to hear your feedback if if you like it, I did reach out to my community on Instagram and I asked you guys for feedback on the couple of different graphics that my designer had made for the podcast and you guys gave me the most amazing feedback. You guys were so helpful. So thank you if you're listening and you replied back to some of those story polls that I did. I am in the middle of a huge rebrand, huge, huge, huge rebrand of my business. It's been going on for the last I don't know, four months behind the scenes. And instead of doing like one big massive flip all at once, where like one night it's the old brand and then you wake up the next morning and it's the entirely new brand, I actually decided that I wanted to sort of like slowly transition and sort of titrate into the new brand and have it sort of be an evolution. And we're starting with the podcast artwork. So I hope you guys love it and I hope you love the vibe. Instagram will continue to evolve and look differently and it'll all come together with my brand new website that will be launching early next year, January or February of 2022. I will still be helping people heal their relationship from their relationship with food and their body, heal from disordered eating, eating disorders and body image. But I'm going to start incorporating and bringing in even more of the holistic healing modalities that I use and that are a big part of my coaching and who I am as a person, especially now that I'm also a breathwork facilitator, which is so cool. So you guys will be seeing more of that to come. So I hope you guys are as excited as I am about all the new new that is heading your way. Now let's get into today's podcast episode. A couple of weeks, maybe two months ago, actually, I posted a video on TikTok about the four types of restriction that lead to binge eating. This video went viral and the response truly surprised me. I did not anticipate that it would be viral. I didn't anticipate that it would resonate so deeply with so many people. And it also, like in retrospect, makes complete sense to me that it would resonate with so many people because diet culture is everywhere and we're all swimming in it so much of what diet culture tells us is normal and healthy is actually in fact disordered eating behaviors and so many people that i talk to specifically the clients that i talk to share with me how so many of the people in their lives are caught up in diet culture and don't know that they're in diet culture so it kind of makes sense that you know, this video would have connected with so many people. 
And I've been helping people heal from these types of restriction that I shared about and that I'm sharing about today since I started my coaching business back in 2017. So I've been working with these for a while. Now today we're going to be talking about six types of restriction that lead to binge eating. Part of the reason why I only talked about four on TikTok was because I was just talking about the ones that were the most common with the clients that I work with. But the six that I'm about to share today, four from TikTok and two new ones, are common, I would say, amongst a larger population. They're common against a wider variety of people. And I truly hope that hearing them today offers some much needed insight into maybe where you are still struggling and what would help you specifically heal from binge eating if that's something you're struggling with. So if you're new around here, if you didn't already know, restriction leads to binge eating. And something that I hear a lot of people say is that I'm not restricting anymore, I'm not dieting, but I'm still binge eating. So if you've ever said that or you felt like that, then it's likely that you're struggling with one or more one or more of the types of restriction that I'm sharing with today. And if you want to heal from binge eating, you got to take a look at all of these. So what are the six types of restriction? The first one, the most obvious one, and the one that most people are aware of is what I call physical restriction. This is where you are limiting the types of foods or the quantity of foods that you're eating. So it could be trying to reduce calories or it could be trying to remove an entire macronutrient. So you're like trying not to eat carbs. It could be, I'm not eating bread or I'm not eating sugar, something like that. Some type of physical restriction where you're intentionally trying to control your portion sizes perhaps, or the types of foods that you're eating. The second type of restriction is what I call future perceived deprivation. This is where you are actually planning to restrict food in the future in an attempt to like be good or make up for a binge. So this could be diet starts tomorrow, diet starts Monday, diet starts January 1st, diet starts when I get home from vacation. Whenever we are planning to restrict food in the future in an attempt to like be good, what that implies, like the subliminal implication of that is better get it all in now. So you actually trigger yourself to overeat or binge eat in the moment because you're planning to remove food in the future. The third type of restriction is what I call vitamin P restriction. P stands for pleasure, vitamin pleasure. It's really important. I'd argue it's as important as vitamin like A, C, D, E, and K, and B, and all the things. This is where you are physically giving yourself access to the food, like you're putting it in your mouth, but mentally and emotionally, you're not actually okay with it. So the entire time you're eating it, you're telling yourself it's bad, it's wrong, you shouldn't be eating it, you're worried about what it's going to do to your body. So while yes, you're giving yourself physical permission, you're not really giving yourself mental and emotional permission. You're not actually allowing yourself to receive pleasure from the food. So you're not likely to experience satisfaction. So you just keep on eating and end up binge eating the entire packet of cookies, for example. The fourth type of restriction is what I call emotional restriction. 
This is where you are dealing with unhealed emotional wounds and pain. Maybe you have unhealed trauma, you have inner child wounds. Maybe you don't feel really equipped to deal with your feelings. Maybe your nervous system is really dysregulated. And so when uncomfortable emotions like stress, anxiety, fear, loneliness, judgment, when those feelings come on, you might not be sure how to powerfully deal with them. And so you turn to food to suppress, numb, avoid, and cope. It also could be that you don't have joy or love or pleasure or fulfillment or self-expression or creativity in your life. And so you're turning to food for that. The fifth type of restriction is from inconsistent access to food, often a result of poverty or socioeconomic disadvantages. This happens if you can't consistently afford adequate food. And so when food becomes available, you end up binge eating on it because you're trying to get your body's needs met. And you also might not know when food is going to be available again. If you're somebody who is maybe currently not in a financial hardship, you're not financially still struggling, but it's something you dealt with in the past, it's very possible that there is some healing around the trauma of having inconsistent access to food or being in poverty that needs to be healed so that it's no longer continuing to impact you in the present. So maybe you have the fear of like the food's going to be taken away and maybe you're conscious of that Or maybe you aren't fully conscious to that. But if that's something that you have a history of, it's worth taking a look at. And then the sixth type of restriction is what I call accidental restriction, or it's unintentional. There are two ways that I see this popping up. The first way is you're not intentionally trying to reduce the amount of food that you're eating. Maybe you just wake up and you're not that hungry, or you wake up and you have coffee and that kind of numbs your appetite a little bit. Maybe you're really busy in the morning and you don't always have time for breakfast. And what ends up happening because you didn't actually adequately and consistently meet your body's need for nourishment and energy intake, you end up binge eating at night. So the visual that I like to use is imagine if your day looked like your day of eating was shaped like, and I apologize if you can hear the traffic sounds outside. Um, Your day of eating is shaped like a traffic cone. So you wake up in the morning and your food intake is small. It's not a lot. And then as the day progresses, you just end up eating more and more. This, again, you might not intentionally be not eating a lot of food in the morning, but because you're not eating adequately, you end up, your body is kind of like driving you to get it all in later in the evening. The other way accidental restriction shows up is maybe you have a gluten allergy, like you have celiac disease and you can't eat gluten and you go to a restaurant or a business meeting or whatever, and they don't have food to, they don't have gluten-free options for you. And so you end up eating, but it's not the most satisfying meal. Like there weren't any starchy carbs for you because all the carbs had gluten in it. And so you get home and then you end up kind of binge eating on all these gluten-free items. And you're like, what the heck? I wasn't restricting, right? But somehow now I'm binge eating on all these gluten-free crackers. If you don't meet your body's need for like starchy carbs, it's possible that it then is going to trigger 
binge eating when carbs that do work for your body become available. So those are the six types of restriction. Just to reiterate quickly, first is physical restriction. Number two, future perceived deprivation. Number three, vitamin P. Number four, emotional restriction. Number five, socioeconomic disadvantages. And then six, accidental restriction. One little thing that I wanted to touch on here that's really common that I hear from quite a lot of people is they're very quick to blame emotions for why they're binge eating. Like, oh, emotional, you know, emotional restriction is the one for me. It's my only coping mechanism. And I always, even if you've been diagnosed with BED, what I have found time and time again, again, I've been helping people with this since 2017, is that even if you do notice a correlation between emotions and eating, I haven't actually met somebody who isn't also struggling with some form of mental restriction or the diet mentality because we grew up in diet culture and it's absolutely everywhere. It's the water we're all swimming in. And so even if the majority of your binge eating is a result of unhealed trauma or inability or unwillingness to feel your feelings, it's still very much worth looking into elements of the diet mentality and mental restriction, which are largely vitamin P and future perceived, to see if if and where those are also having an impact. Physical restriction as well can also be playing a role. So I just wanted to add that in there, not just because that's something that I hear all of the time. So I wanted to encourage you to really take a look at all of them and see possibly where any of them are showing up in your life. And if you'd like a deeper level of support, you'd like to learn how to work through all of these restrictions, you'd like to learn how to heal your relationship with food, I would love to have you apply for a complimentary discovery call. You can head to my website. It's still kitchen.net for the time being. Again, new website coming in early 2022. But I'd love to support you in healing your relationship with food if you are struggling. And if you got a lot out of this episode, please let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear where you see yourself. I'd love to hear what was like, you know, maybe an epiphany that you had or a big light bulb moment. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Pod.